This podcast is Welcome back to another episode of Bourbon and Border Loans here on the Blacktastic Podcast Network. We are at full strength today. I am Panama, joined by Shanice, Janae, Jabri, and Corey. And uh, we about to get into it. How y'all sure. doing? doing? Y'all missed us? Oh, wait. No, you didn't miss us because we were here last week. We, we were so prompt and present. I missed you all. <laughs> I know. Welcome back. I missed you all. I we had a good podcast last week. It, it was. was. Good. <laughs> a lot of good content. What y'all think? Let us know. Write yes. into us. Tell us. Write us five stars. Let's Somebody give the email address. It's the Blacktastic Podcast Network at gmail.com. It is. Or easier on Twitter at B Bordelones on Twitter. Send like us an Instagram DM. Hey. Bourbon yeah, yeah. and Bordelones on Instagram. Yeah, I really enjoyed Charlie, last week. You listen, discussion. send me an Instagram Good. DM. See Wilson the Great at Instagram.com. <laughs> this wow, <one> personal <laughs> plug. <laughs> right, right. Um, you know, speaking to Corey and his fake business. tweets. <laughs> which, that was actually really good. Yeah. It was. was. I looked the, them up. That was dark Twitter. <laughs> I, I pulled those off the dark Twitter web, man. You got to go. Uh, gotta I thought Twitter. to myself, because the Twitter handles were kind of ridiculous, but I was like, I can't say that because if this is somebody's actual Twitter, Twitter handle, I don't want to like clown them. But something was amiss once we got to uh, Hot Boy Leroy. <laughs> well, the thing is, those are all very believable Twitter handles. Exactly. Like, Junebug6969 was absolutely believable. The I fact thought, that you could find somebody with the, those Twitter handles with the content that they exactly. supposedly were tweeting. I was, I was like, like no, oh, wait a no, minute. this is too much of a coincidence. I was like, wait a minute. How, no. did, I miss, how did I miss them? Yeah, this makes way that? too much sense. Right. Well, we are back with another episode this week. Um, Queen Sugar took a week off. We did not, but we are all back for uh, this week's episode titled By the Spit. And uh, Jabri's going to kick us off with the recap. Let's go. All right. Season four, episode six, By the Spit. We start off with uh, Nova and Octavia. They're having a good old time. They're sharing wine. But you're starting to see Dr. Octavia's uh, jealousy come through. We go to Ralph Angel and Darla. They're thinking about doing an appointment. Is it a shrink? Is it for blue? We'll find out. Charlie for counsel. She's having a meeting. Uh, Lady Genevieve and Prosper uh, get together. They share some smiles. That's cute. Mm, <laughs> you know? I like it. <laughs> Romero's having some doubts. It's going to be tough. But I think he's about to see Charlie in action. Hollywood and Vi. Is Vi tired? Or is she sick? Or is she shook? Uh, we don't know yet, but she's still suffering away in silence. Nova's got an interview. Octavia snakes her way in. The interviewer, though, the interviewer was on his research game, though, because he asked about the as-of-yet unannounced mm-hmm. run of Charlie Bordelone for city council. Mm-hmm. Ralph Angel and Darla and Blue, they are in therapy. Uh, apparently, though, they never told the therapist what the issue was because she seemed shocked and taken aback when she found out that Ralph Angel is not, is not Blue's biological. Mm-hmm. Vi has a call with her doctor. They finally uh, put a finger on her emotional problems, tracing them back to Jimmy Dale's visit. Nova and Octavia. Uh, Nova's giving her a speech about how family matters when she finds out that Charlie's running for city council. Octavia's like, nah, family, that's just biological accidents. Great line. <laughs> terrible line, but great terrible. line. Yeah, probably a bit of predatory isolation going on. You know what I mean? Like, she don't want her hooking up with her family. Yeah. Um, Micah and Kiki, there was no episode last week. 
but that doesn't mean St. Joe's was on pause. Because <laughs> uh, apparently, Kiki and, and Micah broke up off camera. Uh, <laughs> Micah found out that Kiki does not love him and is not writing. Oh wow! Uh, I was I was wondering that that has that, that was had to come good in one. It had to come in somewhere. That was a I mean, good one. I, I, look, she might love him, but for the sake of the joke, you know. Okay. <laughs> See and, what you did there. And that's half my prediction coming true. I told you, I told you about Micah and and uh, his uh, activist buddy, uh, Charlie and Romero and Micah. They're kicking at a Latin restaurant. Micah gives Charlie his blessing uh, for dating Romero. But Charlie is there to meet the Latino pastor who will be important to her election efforts. He, she goes over to the table, introduces herself. He's not too warm about it, though. Nova has a dinner party or is like a reception slash meet and greet. And we find out that Nova actually did include some of her own dirt in the book. I was surprised. I was pleasantly sure surprised, actually. You know, some of her some I of her fans. And names, but okay. <laughs> right. Yeah, right? They didn't mention he was a cop, though. They just said you dating that Mary that White Mary man. Mary White man. I was wondering if the cop... They didn't say cop? They didn't I say thought cop. they said they cop. They didn't? I thought yeah. they might have said cop the first no, time. No, I said Mary White man. I thought they said white man. Are we all dating... Yeah, yeah, Mary White man. Uh, oh, okay. No, okay. Yeah, and, and weren't they white? Like, do white people talk like that? They do not. They, like, I was rooting for you with that white know. cop. They like, do. Like, would they say that? Uh, we, can no get in, we, we, we can get into that. <laughs> Either way, I thought it was funny. Uh, <laughs> Octavia still trying to snake jobs away from Nova. I think Nova maybe should have seen this coming, but she does seem to be getting hip to the game as she overhears Octavia's, uh, you know, snaketitude on on uh, trying to get some, <laughs> right snaketivity, trying to get some jobs away from her. Uh, then we cut to Charlie and Romero getting steamy. Corey, you all right, man? Man, I, I cried a little bit when that happened. Man. <laughs> I, I threw my remote at the TV for sure. Oh man, <laughs> I care about them a little bit more now since there seems to be some type of correlation to her improvements as a person. I don't. <laughs> oh, man. Also, what's that song from the? You know, that's what I was thinking. When I was watching. What's that song? It's a great song. I looked it up. It's "Don't Let Go" by S Vibes or Survives. I don't know which <laughs> one it is. Okay. So I mean, I mean listen, the, the don't S go dad mode. Has been, don't has go been dad mode. Survives. It's Vibes. We still call it a squirrel. Okay. Right. I'm, 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 I'm not throwing shade. Finish you know? the recap. I always pronounce the S and S curl. You know, Luther had a squirrel. Goodbye. I'm gonna, I pronounce I'm, silent letters. I'm going to request so. that you move on. <laughs> it's pneumonia. Oh, my gosh. Nova's at the hotel bar. She's blowing off Octavia and whoever she was trying to ingratiate herself to. Uh, her... Her convo with the bartender really let us know Terrence. how... Terrence. Terrence. Okay, he did yeah. not even say his name like that. I'm not <laughs> I just wanted to say it like that. Let us know how over Octavia, uh, over Octavia she is. Uh, and she even shows some growth by passing up an opportunity to jump in the sack. Like, yeah, she's like, I'm she Terrence. Because yeah, Terrence is with it. Terrence she stopped, took a deep breath. She was like... <sighs> <laughs> she went back to talk to Terrence. But anyway, uh, Hollywood got a motorcycle. I think he got it to be sexier. Because uh, uh, her and Vi apparently been having some bedroom issues, but um, Vi finally comes clean about being affected by Jimmy Dale's visit, and hopefully now she can start getting better. Nova and Octavia, they argue, and Octavia's jealousy is even more apparent. Like, lots of, I made you, and you're nothing without me. It's cool, though, because Nova actually keeps her cool for once, and she says, thank you, but I've outgrown you. Peace. Shay. It be like that sometimes. Shay. <laughs> but facts. Prosperous, happy, smiling, chatting up Lady Genevieve. Mm. Yes, like, Lady Genevieve. God, like, I love the lady in front of it, right? Though. Like, come get some of these steaks. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, ooh, free steaks. <laughs> <laughs> say less. She's down, right? Say less. 
That's all it takes, huh? Right after that, though, Charlie's campaign headquarters gets attacked. Brick through the window. Charlie gets a cut, but she immediately thinks about the welfare of others like Prosper. Now, my question, though, was how come nobody even peeked outside to try to get a license plate? Like, nobody, like, stuck a head outside the window. I'm not sticking my head out the window. You nothing. You don't know, you know what's coming after that, though. Uh, all right. I don't know. I'm you, saying nobody even tried. Dude, we're in social media era. Somebody's running outside I mean, with their cameras. That's I know. fair. Romero not was there, actually. Romero was, like, running down me. the street before we thought about it. Maybe she don't got no staffers yet. Yeah, okay. Perhaps. Quite possible. The campaign is nascent. <laughs> or nascent. That, too. <laughs> <laughs> So Ralph Angel was doing his homework uh, from from therapy. He was supposed to uh, write down his goals, his future goals for Blue. And when he was talking to Hollywood, he was like, you know, I, I don't see the I don't see the purpose. I only think about things when it happens. I think about the future when it comes. But we have a beautiful moment where he actually does his homework for the sake of Blue. He's writing down Blue's college graduation as a future goal. I thought that was beautiful. Love it. Hit me in all the feels. Did you cry? No, you have. But Chinese always want to know. If <laughs> I did. I did. I have cried, but I didn't cry over this particular scene. Yeah, I didn't cry either. Okay. Uh, Nova leaves Charlie a voicemail. She's still trying. She's <laughs> she like, is blocked. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But she's like, "Congrats," and I'm proud. I thought that was sweet. That yeah, we'll see nice. how it gets received. We'll see. Charlie, then in, in the final scene, she makes her official candidacy announcement. She gets up there like, "F your bricks, I'm running regardless." <laughs> Man, she's up there with Ralph Angel, Vian Hollywood, all up on stage. I was thinking, Borderlands Assemble. Like, they was together up there. Yes, Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> showing, a, showing a united front. And that's episode four, season six, By the Spit. By the Spit. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with... The Good, the Bad, and the Nova. I'm calling her her name this week, guys. Oh, how nice. <laughs> Welcome back to Bourbon and Border Loans on the Blacktastic Podcast Network. So now we're going to dig into my favorite part, the good, the bad, and the Nova. Notice that I'm saying her actual name and not calling her trash this week. That is a foreshadowing <laughs> of what we're going to talk about. We started out the episode with Blue and Ralph Angel and Darla in therapy. I thought that was um, a really good start to the episode, especially, you know, in this day and age, you know, people really using mental health facilities more. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, no. we need those services. Yeah, I think you saw Ralph Angel initially kind of have a little, you know, he was hesitant to do it, but Darla kind of highlighted, you know, what positive could come out of it. And so, I mean, it acknowledged the fact that there is stigma around therapy and really, you know, talking to a mental health professional about these issues that you might not be able to deal with yourself. Um, so I'm glad that they were able to finally decide to actually go to therapy, and it seems like it ultimately ended up being really beneficial for them. So yeah, yeah. Ralph Angel do anything for Blue. Yeah, yeah. that's mm -hmm. the bottom that's line. What I, that's what I took out of he that. He didn't want to do it, but it's for Blue. Oh, yeah. I'm there. That's the bottom line. Yeah, he's willing to try everything when it comes to yeah. his son. And yeah. I, when it comes to Blue, Ralph Angel is literally the most open-minded. Yeah. Do anything to make sure he's Very good. Father, like he's he's damn near Michael Landon from Little House on a Prairie out here. <laughs> um, that for some people that that will go over there, but Michael Landon is easily one of the greatest fathers of all time in television history. I, I know what you're I talking about. Who that is. I think that's because I'm old. Who? Possibly, <laughs> Uncle Phil is also one of the greatest fathers <laughs> in television history. Oh. So you know, like I'm just saying, like Ralph Angel's out here winning all the points. But is he such a unicorn though? Like, aren't aren't we multifaceted as, as people as black men, or is he really really this rare? Like He's you rare. know. 
prepare people getting a lot of shout outs, you know, just for his, his open mindedness. Well, I think it's good to see it. I mean, I think people yeah. like seeing that type of stuff yeah. on TV. I don't think he's that rare, but I also don't know if I also have found a crew of unicorns. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, I, I have this conversation with my wife on occasion and with other people. And sometimes I think that maybe I just found the group like myself. And maybe it's not as common as I think. It yeah, is. across like the, the board in the community. Yeah. And in the portrayal on TV, too. Right. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, because even during in the, in the therapy session, Blue couldn't really verbalize what had happened to him in his own words when the therapist put it to him as, you know, well, who's your, what's your doll's name? You know, Kenya. You know, well, can Kenya tell us what happened? And so he was able to verbalize it, you know, through. And so even giving him the space to be able to do that in the therapy session, you know, not being able to use his own words. But if he's able, if he feels more comfortable expressing himself using, you know, Kenya as a as a device, then I'm glad that they were able to give him that license to do that. Yeah, that is a great point. Like, what if someone had talked him out of or shamed him out of carrying Kenya around? Exactly. What if he didn't have Kenya at this point in life? You know what I mean? But Kenya allowed him. You could have had G.I. Joe. <laughs> Kenya allowed we him to take advantage of the therapy. We have crossed this bridge already, Corey. Or something. <laughs> I mean, and, you know, speaking more, just throwing praise at Ralph Angel, like, even this pushed him. You know, it's, yeah. it's not, look, it's not easy unloading feelings. It's something you have to work at and have to get comfortable doing anyway. So it was a struggle for him trying to write down, and I'm sure we'll, you know, write down what he saw in the future in the future for he and blue like that was a real exercise for him to right. think about and you know so even he didn't, his list wasn't very long but the fact that he was able to put something down like he really thought about that like yeah. that's you yeah. know that that was very touching cuz you could see it was like he made a comment earlier about the fact that he doesn't think about tomorrow he thinks about today mm-hmm. I mean, he'll think about tomorrow when tomorrow gets here right, right. Mm-hmm. but having to think about the future for him was a real stretch and you know, who knows what this opens up for him. Like, he's like, why well, now I, I realize I really need to start thinking about where we're going to be and who we're going to be as a father and son. I mean, who knows where that takes him. So I thought that was real. And that conversation, I guess, in that same conversation where he was talking about the tomorrows and the todays, and I guess we'll talk a little bit more about, you know, what's going on with Hollywood and Vibe, but in that conversation that he was having with Hollywood, I think that in giving Hollywood advice on, you know, what's going on with he and Vibe also enabled him to – you know, get kind of get out of his own head a little bit as far as, you know, focusing so much on the past and, you know, oh, how, how does this affect, you know, that and is Blue going to be, you know, just thinking more about the future and understanding that the past doesn't have to really control what you do moving forward. You can, you know, create your own destiny as far as his family is concerned. So. And Ralph Angel told Hollywood what was wrong. He was like, what's mm-hmm. up with you? He was like, yeah, man, we're doing therapy for Blue. And, and even Hollywood's like, reaction was like, like Damn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, guys, but he got it off work? the chest though. But he's like, like, is it working? Right, right. Because right. I mean, he he's going, he's he's anti-vi in that situation. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's opening up. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, what's wrong, bro? Yeah, blue and therapy, and you know, like so he just right off the top. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's an interesting contrast for the character of Hollywood. Yeah, seeing guys, somebody share their problems. Do you guys think that the therapy that Blue and Ralph Angel and Darla are doing might trickle down to the rest of the family, and maybe other I people hope will so. start? Going to therapy. They need it at this point. They should. Yeah, they're going to have so. a big group. They definitely need a professional. Hey, did it help? Hopefully they'll be able to say, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it helped. helped. 
they need a licensed professional at this point. Okay, so that was sure. good. So what do you guys think about Charlie officially deciding to run for office? I know Janae predicted that. I would like a button. Yes, I don't know who button. I need to speak with you to win. get my Charlie board along for city council button, T-shirt, hat. I would like all of the Nelia. Thank you so much. <laughs> That's actually a great idea. Hey, can you guys send us some Nelia? <laughs> Thanks. You know, I thought it was cool. I think it was a necessary step for her. I don't think she had like any other option at this point. If she's trying to stop the, you know, the highway from 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 happening, uh, I don't know how successful she'll be. But yeah, I'm, I'm not mad at it. I mean, she definitely has a long road ahead of her. But again, if anybody is just going to take matters into their own hands to to get the job done, it'll be right. Charlie. And yeah. so I'm she not mad at it. She hasn't even announced, and she's getting bricks through the window. Okay. Right. The they she, they she scared. The well, they girl, scared. you're not popular no, she, around no, here, girl. She was scared when that brick came through the window. She was, but <laughs> I, I mean, again, good people, people going out of their way to try to intimidate her that early, I, uh, I think it's a signal that she's already. Somebody could out the window. Somebody could have looked out the window is all I'm saying. I was expecting her to be a little bit stronger than that in that moment. Like, she really started panicking. What you want her to do? Huh? What did you want her to do? She snapped. Real quick into protective mode. I mean, she brick comes through. Oh no no no! What about prosper? Like uh-huh. she goes immediately into concerning crisis, herself with everybody. Yeah, else. crisis yeah, I, management mode. Her neck is all scratched up. Yeah, no, she's supposed to be. Who threw that? Who threw the brick? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> seen it. Well, yeah. well, Charlie, you run your behind down there and go protect your Charlie. I, I, yeah. I'm on my way. I mean, if anything, it did, yeah. I mean, it showed the one small crack in that. Maybe she knew that running was going to be a thing. Like mm-hmm. it was going to create. The opportunity for her haters to come through like full throttle, right? And this was the like the brick going through the window shows that crack. She immediately started thinking, I didn't want anybody to get hurt. Like Mm -hmm. she's thinking about was this the right decision? You can't just talk tough, you gotta be tough. I mean, Charlie. So when the the, the, you defend Charlie all the time, Charlie. That's what I said. But that's just but a lot of times she's in a situation where she just gotta talk, right? Talking easy. Then when it comes to a situation where you actually got to be tough, which one? Then, then we see. But the thing, the thing huh? about it is, I, I want her to stand up and be like, we not, we we were not backing down from. She, she did, but that's like, what she, she no, that's what she did. No, in, in that moment though, in that moment, but she no, was almost in the like, moment, she was like, I don't know, we should be doing well, who this. Who she gonna tell? <laughs> she, she almost. She almost people don't get. People moment. don't have moments that's, of like. Like fear, like like short. That's not real. That's scary. You gotta give people to know what you're doing is right. No, you're gonna have. You got a brick coming for your head. Yeah, that let me know I'm on to something. You're gonna have moments of doubt. You're gonna have moments when you're scared. You're gonna have moments where you might even question what you're doing. But no, at the end of the day, you have to take that take those moments. You know, do whatever soul search you need to do. And I think she decided. You can see in the end. You know, she decided that I'm I'm sticking with it. I'm doing it, and we ain't going. Anywhere. She mixed her ebonics and her uh, her education right. in an odd way, but yeah, I mean, I think that absolutely is her doing just that. She she announces it's a it's a public thing that exactly. she's announcing. I'm sure there was an article written about that, and there were people there paying attention. She just be telling her office folk, her staff at that point, yeah, man, we're not gonna take this land down, like. Announcing publicly mm-hmm. is her doing exactly what you're talking about. Boom. I hear you. All right, make so sure people know about the brick too. Like she, yeah. she, mentioned she the did brick in the speech, no and she got scars. What? Gangsta. Right, cat came out there a little bit. Gangsta. Like a camera in a wheelchair. Come on now. She didn't even put on like a, 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 a color necessary, like one that matches her color. She let you know there was a. No, well, those just came injured. out. Cut off some slack. Those just came out. Those new. <laughs> All right, so so along the same vein of Charlie, Charlie Rich. 
Our girl, much to um, much to Corey's chagrin, our girl Charlie got her some cheeks this ew, season. Ew, 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 ew. <laughs> now, now there was a little discussion before the podcast started about how um, uh, Panama used the term low heat. This session was. I'm just saying, like Romero ain't exactly the Latin lover out here. Oh, so no. the scene was the sizzle, and I'm, I'm that's the character he plays. I'm sure in his real life he's probably very sizzling. <laughs> I don't, I don't I, the character. We're talking about the characters. So in that scene, it just it was the, the sizzle was not as present. Hmm. But I'm glad for both of them because she told him he's waited long enough. So mm-hmm. I'm guessing my, I actually had yet. didn't realize they do, hadn't gone there yet. Do, I, do women do that? I ain't, I don't women do women do what? Wait long enough and offer me some. Maybe I've never been in this position. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, get your Charlie life together did. over there. I say Charlie enjoyed it, and so I guess yes. that's all that matters. Well, I enjoy seeing her get undressed, but I ain't like what happened okay. after that. Oh <laughs> my! Charlie, side my DM. God. So inappropriate. I am happy for Charlie and Romero, who, again, I did not realize hadn't gone there. I, I kind of assumed Michael was out of the country. It was, you know, free. How long has Charlie and Romero been dating at this I point? Do we, do we have a, a ballpark idea? Mind your business. Are we talking months, weeks, days? It was definitely so, over the summer. So yeah, it was over I feel the like summer. it's been a few so months. So he waited a real long yeah. time. My man was out here just, mm. they was just friend zoning, I guess, yeah, apparently. Whisking her away for vacations got, and things. Right. It was on vacation? Right. Oh, right. he didn't get massage. Wherever they were with the couple's massages. And stuff. It was time to quit two weeks ago. You know what? Oh, well, you know I what? think they were doing it wrong. Yeah, I'm calling shenanigans. Actually, <laughs> I find it's hard to believe these are two grown, uh, consenting With that adults. that view, grown people and big ages. Yeah, I'm not. That sure. was a yeah. pretty sexy view. Yeah, I mean, maybe when she said you've waited long enough, maybe it was like the full commitment of this relationship. As opposed maybe it was to taken in public, perhaps. Smashingtons. Maybe. I don't know uh, because she told me wait long enough for this cookie. There ain't no way mm. they listen. And I'm not. I'm not saying adults can't in can't this economy. But <laughs> <laughs> it's just amazing that they've gone on trips together. They've done all this other stuff, right, and that trip. has never mm-hmm. happened to the point where it's like she genuinely now at this point realizes once he brings her into his world for political purposes, mind you, that. He's waited long enough. Listen, you don't know what kind of toys Charlie got in her her, her side drawer. She might have been taking care of her own business, okay? I mean, that's anyway. I mean, listen, it's all possible. I'm just, I'm surprised is all I'm saying. At the end of the day, Romero is Charlie's soft spot to land. He doesn't have to be, you know, super macho and super sexy. I mean, you know, he's he's an attractive guy. soft spot, do you mean Romero can't get it up? Wow! (laughs) I, was, oh. I wish I was filming that. <laughs> even Romero even was the one when the brick came through the window to keep her exactly. grounded and bring her back to reality when she started having those doubts, like, I didn't want anybody to get hurt. He's like, listen, if we're doing this, you got to do it. It's only about to get worse from here, so how you going to act? He's sweet. He's sweet. That's his job. Wait, but at some point, he was trying to talk her out of it. At the beginning, I think he was just trying to look out for her and let her know that the Landry's and the Boudreaux's aren't about to take it easy on her. I think he said that they're a lot, but then she was like, but I'm a lot. And so I, she sent, she was up for the task, but then she had that moment know. of doubt. But I think Romero has decided once that once Charlie had decided this was something that she wanted to do, Romero's going to stand in the gap for her and be that support for her. And when she starts feeling doubtful, when she, you know, has those moments and needs that support, you know, he's there for her. And I can appreciate... I I appreciate Romero. I so get, enjoy your cheeks. Speaking of cheeks, I mean not really, but 
Old Man Prosper and and, and Miss Lady Genevieve. Miss mm-hmm. Lady Genevieve. Corey, <laughs> Corey, you from Louisiana? Lady yeah. Genevieve. Is that lady thing? Is that like a? Yeah, that's, how, a, that's what you, you know. Say to a classy older uh, lady, you know, once they get past a certain age, I don't know what that number is, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, a mature uh, old lady, you know, call okay, a, call a lady, okay. I don't know if you could call a mature old lady. Mature old? Huh? I don't think you call a mature old lady. It's just a mature what about lady. Well, no, yeah, I'm sure, you know, comma. I'm saying, once you, you get past, once you get past a certain age, old mature somebody slash. hits you with that lady. That's like a sign. Of respect that you know they feel like you you handle you you carry yourself in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Okay, because so, as somebody who's not culturally familiar, I was like, is this like a high school nickname? Are, she, are they nah. still carrying this around? Because he hadn't seen her in quite some time, mm-hmm. and he but got he's excited all, about her too. He, he was really excited. He still called. He got excited. Yes. But he was calling her lady from the break. Yeah. He was like, oh, Lady Genevieve from blah blah blah. This is Lady Genevieve. This is uh, Leon Durant's uh, uh, baby, baby sister. sister. She right. said, I am a grown remember, ass when Leon, woman. Remember when Leon caught the caught, bought the farm? When he found out Lady Genevieve was coming back in town, Prosper had a little moment like, oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Oh, Genevieve oh, perked right on up. Mm-hmm. My man been holding on to that flame for a well, couple uh, I, I'm decades. I'm sure there's more to the story than, yeah, than what we as know. I suspected as much. Yeah, she probably done hooked up with uh, you know what? the waterline there. Goodbye. <laughs> it's going to be something else to this. It was, it was good to see Prosper get excited about, you it know, is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Lady Genevieve and really seeing her cool. and, and she, have she, she you know excited about him too. Yeah. She did yeah, and them steaks. Say props for making a steak. She bringing the wine. Listen, it's a match made in heaven. Prosper was doing that. That just shows you that even old games still struggle. Still, he was out here like I mean I'm cooking <laughs> and she was like invited herself because she she picked up the slack mm. like you know what I come over there I will bring uh-huh. the wine. He yes. was, and he had that Gotta little use that your words, boy Prosper. smile like yeah. Put his little <laughs> arm around it. It was so cute. Yeah. Use your so words, cute. 2019. Got to use your words, Prosper. <laughs> That's the benefit of messing with a, a lady. You know what I'm saying? She could have been like, you can't take me out nowhere. That's what these millennials would have did. <laughs> Prosper invited over for steak. And, and you want Charlie to slide in your DMs. Yeah. So I can cook us some steak. Okay. So. <laughs> no Netflix and chill for Prosper and Lady Genevieve. I'm assuming. Maybe they'll do not know how to work Netflix. They'll, they'll catch up on the old days. They'll talk days. right now. They know they'll, they'll Is talk Prosper still staying with Charlie? Uh, Where no. Prosper live? He lived. She, she gave him she uh, got, back the farm. She got the farm back for him. Cool. I also thought it was. Got got number space and opportunity. He got Wi-Fi though. You know what? Okay. I think it's even more. I think it's better for Prosper. I'm excited for Prosper and this relationship that he's building with Genevieve too, because they had that little exchange about how you know so many of their friends have passed, and right. you know you really got you know a glimpse into kind of the emotional toll of getting older. Right. You know, yeah. it's it's beautiful yeah. in a lot of ways, but you lose a lot of the people that you grew up with and a lot of your friends and a lot of your family and so I can imagine that gets really lonely so I'm glad that you know this is kind of like a a light for for him and her I imagine she just lost her brother and so it's kind of like a piece of the past for both of them cute yeah all right so now we're gonna have to switch gears over to the bad um the first thing that I noticed as bad was Aunt Vi's loss of her sex drive that was a pretty um harrowing scene in the in the bed in the bedroom with with her husband um and the and the conversation that she had with her therapist yeah because i'm by said that ain't her honey she, she sure did <laughs> has a lot of information and that, that was too much i was like first i was a little grossed out by that mama <laughs> gotta have a life too mama gotta have a life too why is it too much information I mean, it's, I it's, it's, it's so, we, so we can talk. Made, we can talk about Prosper getting chicks, but we can't talk about Ambi getting uh, chicks. 
Oh, she went overboard with it. She like she made it sound like I get cheeks every day. Oh, she do. She's a married woman. What do you mean? She's married though. She's married. You don't spend Hollywood she to get old. cheeks every day. She, wait, <laughs> she somebody. She on grandma age. She don't need to be getting cheeks every day. She's not older than What do you? What? She, why not? Why did you buy shit? This is sexist. How old is on buying this thing? She's not. She's not a thonest prospect. It doesn't matter. Dude, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But she did have a 60th birthday. Even if she's not married, you think your grandma ain't getting that? She's a grown woman. She can do whatever she want to do. I don't know. Man. Married or not, she can. Too much. Hey, don't, don't talk about it. You know, I, I'll say this. I actually thought it was good that they went that far. Yeah, with it I did so too. They're speaking on something that I think a lot of. Sh- I mean, listen. Outside of Golden Girls, when's the last time you you had you heard like women of a certain age? Mature women. Like to call them yeah. Discussing those things, like you know, Blanche and them would talk about that stuff Getting regularly. In, Sophia honey. would go there in a minute, like, "Oh, you lost your sex drive? <laughs> yeah. No, you need to go do. You know, you would get that, but yeah. but." Here you have, this is real life. Like she's going through some real life stresses. It's affecting her in a very understandable, normal way. And it's affecting her marriage. It was, it's like all the parts of that that are necessary to talk about. And I think it's good that they were willing to do that. I think there's this stereotype that women get to a certain age and all of a sudden they're supposed to exactly. stop having no, sex. No, it's not a women thing. No, yes it is. No, You didn't say the thing about prostitutes. We just talked about prostitutes well, and, and genitals. We just having sex. I just want a prostitute you to have said, a You said pop the Viagra. Did you not? I was might have just been. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Don't do this, Corey. I was just joking. But Women, no, I, it don't more, matter how old. Inter- no, on real talk, I'm more interested in Prosper having like a partner, someone to spend time with. Right now, he's probably on the farm alone by himself. Mm-hmm. Like they should be over there on the rocking chair. Why like, can't Vi experience intimacy with her husband? Bro. And at the end of the day, so they can, didn't give you a she play made it by sound play. Like, oh no, I guess it in. Like she, she do with her man. What you mean? I think that was how old do you think Ava is? How old do you think she is? She's sixty. Okay, what is the sixtieth birthday party? Not even that, that's yeah. not even that old. Like, yeah. what are you? I mean, even that's still, Corey. First of all, you're even... older. You're significantly older than me, so let's not even do Dang, this. Okay? Significantly, okay. Go ahead, Jabri. <laughs> not even about her. Not even about her age, though. But like she getting grown. involved in somebody's old relationship. Like they they marry. Right. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to know about like your married relations. Like married relations it's have a different, different stigma on them too. Thank you. They so do. Like, that's something that's interesting to hear. It's like or or weird to hear that you don't hear a lot about. Y'all should see my face. We're in a married couple and we're The thing about it is it's not like she was telling this to just people on the street. And we didn't get this details, a, no play by play. This was a conversation with her medical professional Listen, and she there was a camera there. But <laughs> all right, guys. All right, guys. Look, first off, be humble about your sex life. She was. Be, doing too I mean, well. but you're supposed Absolutely to be not. transparent with with your doctors. At right. the end of the day, if she, if her sex drive is to the point where she is getting in like that, and it's not like that anymore, especially given her health That's issues, yeah. you need to be transparent about what's going on so they can try to get to the root of mm. what's wrong. Yes. But at the end of the day, uh-huh. married or not, whatever, Vi is a, is, a, is a grown-ass woman, and if she wants to get it in three, four times a day, no she man. has That's every single right, and That's I will not. Stand for this stigma Blue. against yeah. older women who still once dare you get, once to you be get grandma sexual. Age, you got once a month, and that's it. Don't even talk about that once a month. Your grandma sixty. Wait, hold on, hold on. Talking about you know what? That doesn't make any sense because grandma's still getting it. So why are you limiting uh-huh. how much grandma gonna get it? It's one thing once if you're saying you don't want to hear about it at all. Yeah, but you allotting a spot for once a month. <laughs> just, just because everybody got needs, so I want her to get it in. Uh, so conversation exactly. is not daily needs. Not <laughs> daily daily needs happen when you're in your thirties. Yeah. Absolute trash. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. I, I think there's room for debate, but this has devolved. There's, right. been a, there's been a severe all devolution. Right. Corey took right. us down the nonsensical road. Look, yeah. all right. the, the listeners already know. They don't want to hear about nobody grandma getting it in. What you got, Shawnees? What's next? All right. So, anyway, uh, we miss Kiki and, and um, 
Micah for a little bit, but come to find out, are they broken up? Kiki is not really feeling our man Micah. Um, how do you guys feel about that? We knew that, though. Well, Kiki is feeling him to a degree because she did bring that book over. That's true. And if you ain't feeling somebody, you just keep the book. But so she, she needed closure. She needed yeah. closure. But she, in some ways, like, I, I really think she's over Micah in all of this activism. Just I genuinely speaking. think that. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, Mike is kind of pendulum swung too far the other way. Like, he didn't, he went from being like the little privileged boy to being the rich guy who ain't got nothing in his mind. So he got to fight for everything. And mm-hmm. that probably gets annoying. Like, extremes are annoying to everybody. He hasn't found a balance. Kiki seems very balanced and level headed. She's probably annoyed with that. And thus, she kind of doesn't, like, she doesn't know who he wants to be, where he's trying to go. And for her, it's like, you know what? You get in the way of where I'm going in life. Like, right. that's Because yeah. that's, that's she has goals. She knows where mm-hmm. she's going. She's right. going to college. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And, and she doesn't need a, a, a police record, a criminal record on her, on her, on her permanent, uh, you know, her permanent record. Yeah. I, he, I record of one she time. still likes him, though. <laughs> I, mean, she, she, I mean, she even said, like, the, the, the warden who went around him being able to go see Aunt, mm-hmm. and, you know, he was like, well, he thinks I'm a good influence. She was like, I mean, yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Like, so she still sees. No, she likes him, but she's not feeling him. She's not feeling him right now. Yeah. You thought she would have been genuine with that comment? I yeah, thought she was genuine. So. She said it would be mm-hmm. good for Aunt to ha- see a friendly face. But I think Kiki and... has a level head. I think Kiki yeah. is able to acknowledge facts while still understanding that this he's ain't not good the for person me. that she met. Like, he's not the same. Right. Right. So they don't really, and they they both young, so they both going through all this stuff at the same time. Like, no, you can't. If Micah gets to go all over the place with hers, and I can understand her being like, I can't deal with your all over the placeness. Mm-hmm. I need to let this go for the time or whatever it is. While like, you out you here know. punching people because they... Look, look, Micah, don't waste your time. Get with the activist chick and keep it pushing, bro. First of all, the activist... <laughs> That's an activist Who said right? that she want him? First of all. <laughs> Micah wearing two gold chains. Girl. Yeah, I'm about to say, Micah, Micah, Micah out here stunt on everybody. No. <laughs> so that's the problem I have with Micah. Micah's activism comes with a very hefty price tag. Like, Micah ain't really of the streets that he's out here trying to... You know, Mike, Micah's the dude that... Jokingly, you remember the boondocks? Like, remember, like, uh, grandpa showed up to the protest with a raincoat on because he knew they were gonna get hosed. <laughs> like, y'all knew this was gonna, y'all knew this was gonna happen. Why didn't y'all get the old one? Like, Micah is the dude to show up to fly for the poor people's march. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, he's that dude, and that's that's the problem. He's a little confusing in his acting. All I'm saying is, is at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out with Kiki and he does decide to turn his attention to his other activist homegirl, I don't know that it's absolutely written that she wants him back. Because I think if, if we can see through whether or not he's, you know, new to this or true to this, I think that there might be cl- they might be clear on that as well. And so at the end of the day, I don't want to rob this girl of her autonomy or her license to make a decision. Mm. So she might oh, not want his you. ass anyway. You, you, you better. They all just you? need to chill because next yeah, thing I, I support Mike that. Mike is going to change his name to, you know. Shabazz X or something. Yeah, he's some gonna, <laughs> Mike is on that path right now where he's definitely on the way towards a name change. Um, Shaquille Sunflower. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, he, yeah. Brother Rock. So you're, you're joking, but I'm, oh, I, 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 yeah. I absolutely think he's on the Shaquille Sunflower Same. trajectory. Same. And um, he's the hair's already changed. Remember, <laughs> Shaquille Sunflower, you can't, the hair changed. I know. I see it. It's, it's coming. It's coming. All right. <laughs> I'm not so I feel like never mind I'm not gonna ask who Shaquille Sunflower is you don't know who that is 
don't know. From Martin. Wow, guys. I wasn't a, I wasn't a big Martin when fan. Martin, I thought when, you all were my friends. I was a Martin so okay, yeah. I, now, okay, now I know what episode. That's what I thought in my head when he had the little Brother Rock the little mo- the video. <laughs> <laughs> he was like in the little monastery yeah, yeah. and all. Okay, yeah. yeah. Ago, I didn't know his name. All right. He left the video for Gina and somebody he had to go find Yes, yes, yes. And they went and go got to go get him. Yes, okay. That's also the point where Martin jumped the shark and went off the rails completely. And it was all bad from there on out. Okay. I'm black, y'all. I promise. Um, all right. So, <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. All I watch is Friends. So, Seinfeld. I was more of a Fresh Prince girl myself. <laughs> Three but, kids you know. and a dad. Is that the name of the show? That's, that's, it was my two dads. My two dads. There we go. That's yeah. what I was thinking. Charlie Sheen. Three men and a lady's yeah. a movie. Dad. My two dads is probably just talking about Charlie Sheen. Yeah, I watched that in Lisa Ann's profile on Pornhub. And Queen Sugar. You watch Queen Sugar. We digress again. So Queen Sugar. You watch Queen Sugar. Back to Queen Sugar. Those are all good shows. Okay. Back to... I'm not going to be able to do it. So, now we... Moving along, um, we, we learned, have not been drinking that much, y'all. I just want I everybody think, to be wow. aware. The bourbon is flowing today, guys. It's very strong today. Um, feeling a little, a little tipsy. Hey, this is the um, second bottle. We, it is the second bottle. Away. You don't have to tell everybody, Jabri. Sorry. Okay. So, we learned that Dr. Octavia is a super hater. We learned that she was a hater hey, last, hey, 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 last hey, episode, hey. but now we know that she's a super, super hater. Um, what, are you guys, what are you guys' thoughts about Dr. Octavia in general? I personally feel like she is a trash ass bitch. Um, <laughs> that deserves the fate. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she tried to separate her from her family. She's like, "Don't call, uh, don't call Charlie." And the family is a biological accident. And biological I, accident. I made you. You need me. You know, it was you know classic yeah, isolationist yeah. behavior. She, she was yeah. she was next you know? level trash in this one. She yeah, like, yeah. She's not she only showed a, her true like She's a many different predator. Ways. She's a professional predator. Like she's like she's real predatory. Dude, even when the the um, Nova was being interviewed by the interviewer for whatever that she, she, she gonna pull up a seat. Yeah, yeah. Well, she pulled up the seat and interview predator. The guy said, "What do you, you know? Do you think your activism has inspired Charlie?" And talking um, to Nova, talking to Nova, <laughs> and you know Nova obviously hearing this news for the first time that Charlie mm-hmm. is running was a little bit, you know. Yeah. And so Octavia jumps in and is like, you know, black women are inspired. It's a it, on a contr- she gave herself credit for Nova right. in the yeah. interview. Like, basically, yeah. I, inspired like, you know, Nova. I inspired Nova. It's like, of course, Nova inspired Charlie because, because right throughout that buzzword, talking right. about black girl magic is yeah. a continuum. Sis, have a seat. Okay, I was two to through. Comment. I was two through at the reception or wherever they were at when um, Dr. Octavia kind of threw herself in the in the running for the for the book editing job. That they mm-hmm. were off initially offering. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, "Excuse me, yeah, like at least no heard it. At least no heard First off, if you do, like, we're not even friends. If you do something like that, like, like you don't even no. care about like you. You are selfish. Like you only care about yourself. Like mm-hmm. if I was Nova, that would have been the end of it right there. I don't even know why Nova. I mean, it probably it. really was. I mean, Nova was. She just Nova was already over it. That. She bailed on the meeting with the Princeton folks the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they but, get in the room and she, you know, she tells her that she's outgrown her. 
So, but then, but when she, no, because Nova asked her, Nova confronted her about it, semi. She's like, so what was that? What was that talk about? And she was like, oh, nothing. She lied. She said she was yeah. singing her praises, which right. of course you, was yeah, the If I episode. heard you talk bad mouth me to some people, it's not going well. Not I don't care where we at. We're going to we handle this right here. But at that same place, we did know that we did find out that Nova put some of her own trash in the book. Mm-hmm. So that was that was important to know. We'll, we'll get to that. We, we, we will. But that actually- I just think it was important. I was like, oh wow, because my first reaction was wow. Mm-hmm. Same. And I think it was even evident from the beginning of the episode what uh, Doctor Octavia's motives were. And I think Panama, you mentioned it um, in our last. Uh, episode recapping an episode um that you thought bringing dr octavia along was a bad, a bad idea, idea. Yeah, and, terrible yeah and i you know kind of added on to that that i didn't think that her motives were pure but she started doing a lot of wheeze and you know you saw when nova got nominated or said that she was shortlisted for the national book award and and Dr. Octavia kind of take this, you know, initial excitement for her, but then automatically tried to, like, bring her back down. Yeah. And, She's a hater. And, you know, manage her, quote, unquote, manage her expectations under the guise of trying to, you know, keep her grounded and make, grounded and make her, you know, remember that she was worthy. But it's just jealousy and it's narcissism and, yeah. ugh. It, it's everything that she ever wanted for herself. Mm-hmm. Is she seeing it happen to Nova. You know, hating, yeah. hating is sort of a new thing. Old people hate all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, like hating only came like Puffy and Mace. The term hating taught us about hating. Oh yeah, the term like, hating you know came along like late nineties maybe. Hating was fine until then. Like, like people used to hate on people used to hate on all the time. So I'm just saying, like maybe well, you, you know, hate in the shadows. Maybe Doctor Octavia easy. is from the time when it was cool to hate. Because I mean, because this hate, this hate, she not. She's not that shy about it. Like, no, but she's you know not, what? I think this also speaks to, um, you know, remember last week we brought up the tweets or the tweet dialogue when the women were talking about how a lot of times black women professors are portrayed as mean and pompous yeah. and, and the dialogue went to a space of, well, it's because black women have endured, it could be attributed in part because black women have endured so much in the academy and all of the different barriers and obstacles that they've went through. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it was a piece of that because in that last scene where Nova and uh, Octavia were speaking, Octavia kind of goes off onto this, you know, the doors that I knocked down for you to make it. You don't even know all I had to swallow just to be seen. And yeah. All my life I had to fight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all, of all of that. All of that. And so I think in maybe seeing Nova's success, I think it is a lot of jealousy. And maybe the road that Nova took to get there wasn't as you know, as difficult as what Dr. Octavia went through sure. to get the same critical acclaim and to now see her being passed up for opportunities in place of Nova, I think that was a lot to grapple with. And so maybe her trying to bring Nova back down was a way to, you know, make Nova pay her dues. I don't know. I yeah. think a I lot mean, of Nova's that... Nova's probably more talented than she is. I mean, that's maybe. probably what a lot of it comes down to But do well. we know that? Octavia could be a better writer. And it's just, she came along at the wrong time. Like, now there's a, there's a market for the type of message that Nova's pushing. But at the time, when Octavia was coming up, it wasn't like that. So maybe that's part of what she's seeing, that there wasn't the opportunity for her, and that's part of why she feels so bad. It's not just straight-up classic hate. It's just like... Nah. Man, and if I, don't I was doubt, in your yeah. shoes, I would, I, you know, I would. And I don't doubt that Dr. Octavia hasn't went through a bunch of bullshit to get where she's gotten, and so I can imagine how maybe, and 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 feeling like her protege isn't giving her the the credit that she feels like she deserves for you know quote unquote opening her eyes and and but that's inspiring only they her. Tour together now though. 
Like, like on tour like, together. But they, they not, but that's the thing. They ain't on tour together. I mean, no, 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 no. no, no. They are. They, they were supposed Nova to brought be. Her, Nova brought her. They, they she, were in New York. This is still, this is still Nova's She invited her son. No, yeah. Well, no, no, she invited herself, yeah. but Nova said okay. Yeah. So Nova brought her on tour. Yeah. This is Nova's fault. Nova this, was oh, like, one, yeah, it Nova is. against probably. Nova, you know, Nova just wanted a companion on her tour. She didn't have to ask for Dr. Octavia. on Old Cheeks. Mm-hmm. And she got caught up. In, exactly she got caught happened. up in the rapture, and then you know it came to to bite her in the ass. Yeah. Okay. So final verdict is Dr. Octavia is in fact a hater. Yeah. Hate, 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 hate. Okay. And we see it clearly. I think just we see it. We yeah. we were we were schooled. Puffy and Maze taught us about the PhD to play a hater's degree. We know that that's not cool anymore, and hasn't been ever since. And we see. And it very when clearly. it became clear that Nova wasn't with it no more, she automatically went back to "You were always the one." Just you try, what? trying Manipulous to keep her, trying to preserve her space. When she saw that she was on her way out the door, yeah. she was about to get the boot. And you know and what? She was lying. Yeah. She said there were never any after you. Girl, bye. That is a we lie. don't believe she was you. With the girl from the uh, seminar last week. Exactly. Who's in her class Jasmine. right now? Yeah, yeah. And it has been years in between Nova and this chick. So who knows? However many were. In and between. I feel, I feel really bad for being like so enamored with. Dr. Oxavia last week, not last, the week before last, I even offered her a shot of bourbon. And I'm <laughs> snatching that shit back because, Another girl. terrible decision by you. You should wow. start following me more. You know, what I wanted to say, too, and this is, this is I guess, um, some of the, this is about the art of creating television, like the actual, like with visuals. They had Nova looking tall as hell standing compared to her. Yeah. Like if you notice that in the scenes, like they she was did. I noticed that Nova was towering. I was like, over "Yo, her. is Nova tall?" No, she mm-hmm. no. In real life, Rutina Wesley's like five five. Chris Summers like five three. Like they're not. I looked this up by the way. They're not. <laughs> they're not that tall. But what's the problem her, with being five three? Nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they had her towering over her as some sort of like I don't know if it was intentional to like change the power Maybe. dynamic like I have be, yeah. like literally outgrown you like, I you definitely know noticed some, it some, some, no shout out to Queen Sugar they do stuff like that yeah. I yeah. remember even back to season one like there were scenes on, season where one. where um, <laughs> Charlie was talking to Davis and I remember seeing a couple times like there was like a column between them it's like they're literally split they're separated mm-hmm. from each yeah. other like they're not together right now yeah. and it's like that happened like a few times so shout out to the cinematography I know that was on, that, that was yeah. intentional I, mm-hmm. I noticed that so much like I was like when did, I was like, is when that did is that part of what directing so is? I, I'm assuming so. Like, okay, I'm, I'm shout, okay, Felicia, I see you, girl. <laughs> yeah. This is Felicia's episode. Yeah, Felicia Pride, shout out to the homie. Yeah, um, I actually, yeah, I, I 100% thought that had to be intentional. I'm like, yeah. the way that they set that up is like Nova all of a sudden is like, yeah, super tall. I, I definitely peeped that. Difference. Yeah. I noticed it every time. I was like, dang, is this this is amazing? Anyway, so I just had to, I wanted to point that out. All right, so any last words on Dr. Octavia being in the trash dumpster today? I think we're all in agreement on that one. Okay, so. I was just going to say, uh, shout out to Cree Summer. Her performance is amazing. Mm-hmm. It is. She's well, perfectly yes. smarmy and perfectly creepy. Because like, I hate her right now. Right, she's awful, and shout out to the performance, <laughs> that's all. You did yeah. that. She has nice tattoos. <laughs> all right, so let's shift gears back to Charlie. We saw her... Um, kind of trying to appeal to her Latinx base in St. Joe's Parish. That didn't really go too well the first stab. Uh, we saw her there with with Romero, and she tried to speak to uh, one of the pastors um, in the community. It didn't really go too well for her. One thing that I thought was weird about the whole interaction was that they were kind of like boo-loving at the at the same event, which I thought was weird. <laughs> like, how are you going to try to appeal to your base and slow dance, with, slow grind with your man at the same time? But, you know, we can talk about it. What well, y'all think? She didn't even acknowledge why she was there initially. Like, 
you know, he was like, what brings you here? Well, I'm just trying to experience the community. I thought like that was community. BS. Well, it, it was, because she's there to be to try to make inroads for exactly. political well, purposes. Yeah, it was both. Because so, Michael was there too at first, right? Yeah. So it was like, she was trying to show her fa- her family woman, you know, you know how you yeah, got to be a family woman yeah, when you're running for office? Entirely. Maybe if you show that you really like... Um, Flautas? <laughs> then you know those people will be more on your side. Like I think maybe if she showed like the, the relationship part of this. So what? Okay, so like, like how? You like saying, you saying show with Romero more places? Yeah, exactly. Is that what you saying? If, look, if you want to get some, you know, um, mm. some votes from that community, start dating somebody which, from that which community. Which community, Corey? I don't mess this up for me. <laughs> right now. I was about to say a lot of things a minute ago. I was like, I have to stop all of them. Well, okay. So initially, like when she was talking. They, her, she and Romero had a conversation, and initially Councilwoman Barrera was about to do a lot of the campaigning for her and these communities. And Romero was the one who told her, well, like, girl, you might want to go there yourself you. because they know Councilwoman Barrera. They don't know you. And, as, and I think we saw in her dialogue with um, Pastor Martinez that, like, he's not just going to vote for her because, you know, she's a better option or the lesser which, which, of two. Which is stupid. I mean, I, I I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting a candidate to earn your vote. He ain't had no better options. He he talking like like he got like she got to earn uh, his vote. Like he got some better options. Yeah, I was gonna say the one the one place that falls apart is like who else is running and why is that other person? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> like, I mean, this I, is all true, is but it I the guess Landry's like is she running yeah. for the same seat as as um, Jacob? Jacob. I mean, I this think is, so. So Jacob is running, right? Jacob, uh, I guess so. Yes. Um, but at the right. end of the day, as far as trust, I don't know that that you can just assume that he would trust her, even even if she gets the boat. I don't like how the dude try to be like, I never seen you on my side of town, because I'm sure Charlie never seen him on the other exactly. side of town either. You know what I'm saying? But like, he we, ain't running for office. office. Like, he ain't running for office but, over no, there. But I mean, but, but still, don't act like, yeah. He's part of the district, though. So it's like, you know, if there's different neighborhoods, he's part of the district. The council people don't come there. Maybe maybe Barrera came there because she's of that community. But like, is is the person Charlie's yeah. running? Is the person Charlie's running against also going to be there? Have you met that person? You know, right, like why, right, right. why you been so hard like, on Charlie? Yeah, I, I agree. Charlie's making an effort. I bet Jacob Boudreaux ain't never been in this church. Also, either, she's right? she's just just starting her political <laughs> career. It's not like she's been in politics and she just has been neglecting that base. Like yeah. she she's yeah. new to this. Like, yeah, don't get it wrong. I I agree with you. I don't mm-hmm. think it's. I think in in political, like uh, in elections specifically, there's a lot of this, well, what are you going to do for me? You should be doing X, Y, Z. And it doesn't go both ways in a lot of cases. At the same time, she is trying to get the votes all here. So she does have to go and play these games. She decided to become a politician. You got to play political games. And at the end of the day, I don't even know that it's a matter of, hey, Pastor Martinez, I want you to vote for me. I think by trying to build that relationship with him and coming to him in the first place, is a it, it's going to be a request to, I want you to try to get your community to come and vote for me. And so if you want somebody to go and hit the stump for you, like this isn't just about, oh, come and vote for me when Election Day rolls around, because he might do that anyway. But as far as going to bat for you, he might not feel inclined to do that. And so you do have to earn somebody's Wait, vote. You do if, have to earn somebody's tell, trust. If I can tell you my plan and how my plan benefits your people and other people don't have no plan for your people, why are you putting but up you a roadblock so, ma- so what we're trying to do here? It's not a roadblock. Don't try to give me a hard time, partner. Get on the train and let's get it moving. There was a little bit of oppression Olympics though, right? <laughs> yeah, like, there was. A little bit. Yeah. When Charlie brought up, you know, like my people built this, built this country and Martinez, he jumps right in with, oh, my people maintained it. And I mean, I guess that's true. But it's like that's not what we're talking about right now. Like you got to get that deference, you got to get that space to not people who are descendants of slaves. 
Like, come on now. You're not, you're not really. You do, but at the the end of the day, she is coming to this man to say that, hey, I'm a person that wants to fight for your community. And so at the end of the day, just as black people in a lot of ways feel neglected and feel used for votes and, you know, feel like people only come and talk to us when they want something from us. The brown community feels that as well. And so I think they needed to kind of exchange that and have that understanding that, like, we should work together. Stop, you know, playing these oppression Olympics because we all have these unique set of barriers and circumstances that we're going through. But if we can get on the same page, you know, we can do a lot of good, which is why I think we ultimately saw him at Charlie's, you know, big campaign Mm -hmm. announcement in the end. And so, I mean, they had to, you know, kind of get through those obstacles at first and, I, I, I guess I kind of understood where he was coming from, and I think it's a reflection of a lot of what we're seeing, you know, on the national on the national stage now. A lot of people just kind of speaking lip service to these communities, but what are you actually going to do? And yeah, well, Charlie does need to prove herself, well, because who knows how many people have come through that community and said they were going to do X, Y, and Z, and they showed up, and then they left. I was That's really true. proud of Charlie for not speaking any Spanish. Um, <laughs> because, <laughs> like the, because, I mean, yeah. she my old. But she didn't pull Umpoca. it out. She Umpoca. had to win no points. Umpoca. You know, she was just like being herself. Yeah, she cool. hablo espanol like, with, uh, uh, like Romero. Be- <laughs> oh, look at you. Okay. <laughs> Romero. So what, what I did think was interesting is that normally, you know, during election cycles, the black church is always what people talk about going mm-hmm. to to make inroads. Yeah. They flipped it on its head. Because how many of us actually think about going to like yeah. a Latinx church? Like how Like how many people think about that as a voting block in that way, which mm-hmm. it, it's happened more yeah. frequently, especially when you talk about the states like in the Southwest, like mm-hmm. winning those states for national elections, but they they kind of play with that paradigm. Like nobody's going to the black church to try to get the votes. The black woman has to go to another ethnicity church to try to make inroads there. And I mm-hmm. thought that was actually well done. Yeah. I thought that was interesting to, to, to go that road. Yeah, I mean, yeah. people put a lot of power and respect in, in their religious institutions. And so if you can win over the pastor, if you can win over the leadership there, you know, that goes a long way as far as what the community thinks and if they're going to go along with you, too. Back to Aunt Vi. We see her in Hollywood having a uh, conversation. Mm. And Aunt Vi asks for some space from Hollywood. Now, as a married person myself, I think three of the five of us are married. What does space look like for married people? The living room couch. I ain't married, but I just assume that's what it is. Who goes on the couch? Yeah, that's a hard one right there, bro. Like, I don't know who gets the couch <laughs> duty on that one. That's why you got guest rooms. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They got guest rooms. I'm sleeping in my bed. Yeah, that's how I feel. But I... Yeah, that's difficult to imagine. I mean, like, so... <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean... No, he never taken the couch. There's this... You can't know, imagine it. There's this classic trope, right, where the husband takes the couch. You know, it's like, you know... You're in the doghouse, you take the couch, but like he's not in the doghouse. I'm just saying though, but right, he at arm's length. I'm agreeing with you and saying he's not in the doghouse, so who takes the couch? Right, it's hard. Nobody, if he he hasn't done anything wrong, why should he take the couch? Right, yeah, Yeah, I think they can still stay together. It's just she don't want no questions. I wonder if space hard though. Like yeah, like what does space mean? I wonder if space doesn't necessarily mean like I don't want to see you move out, sleep on the couch. I wonder if that just means like. Because, I mean, of course, the, the central issue that they've been having, at least on the surface, is that Vi's sex drive is down. She hasn't been, you know, really really with the shit there. But So maybe that means that, like, 
I'm not gonna be like I just need some time to figure that out, and so nah, maybe so we're like, not. But what, but what does that entail? Like, what does that mean? She definitely kind of was like, I need some space. Like, yeah, I need space is different. Like, see you. Maybe that means. Maybe that means like, because you know Hollywood. What's wrong? What's wrong? What's going on? Yeah. Talk to me. Talk right, to right, me. And yeah. so maybe back up. Maybe that means like I don't want to have to have that conversation. I think that's. I think the conversation there is. I need to table this conversation for a while because Maybe. I I yeah, need, I need to, I need to work out. through it. Asking space. for space is an actual physical act. Right. Like well, maybe there's there's the, a I whole connotation with work, saying right, space. Words mean things, right. and space is a thing in relationships that tends to mean a distance, distance physically. We need to create some type right. of distance. So I don't know if that's physical or mental. Y'all don't think it was specific to the sex drive issue? Like, like I thought maybe it was. Maybe I want. Maybe she wants him to stop initiating. Uh, she or, was talking about or Jimmy Dale. I don't know. Time, I mean, because yeah. because she was talking about Jimmy Dale. But thing is, though, Hollywood they hadn't talked right, so Hollywood mm-hmm. didn't even know if it was him or not. He mm-hmm. went out and got a motorcycle they to be sexier. To spice it up, yeah. He's like, yeah, I want you to come well, out and we... He said that's you know. what he always wanted. <laughs> yeah, it was his I mean, dream. I don't know. I think, but I think that was part of it, though. Mm-hmm. So he, I mean, he, he used his dream. He used her, her distance to get, make his dreams come true. <laughs> I think no. there's like standard language, right? So, so when look. you say things like, I need space, that means a specific thing. Like it's not really always right. up for interpretation. I need space typically means you have to define that. So also right. hold up in the conversation with Ralph Angel, Hollywood already started expressing doubts for the first time. I was, I wrote that down. So the first he time did. in the, in this in the series, yeah. Hollywood started expressing doubts in his conversation with Ralph Angel. Mm-hmm. He was just like, I don't know if this is for like he said, I don't know if tomorrow is meant for everybody or something like. He said, you ever ask right. yourself if tomorrow is for other folks? Man, yeah. yo, that yeah. was profound. I was by like, the way. that's that deep. Was a profound it statement. was. It was. So he started expressing out like earlier in the episode I think he's I mean he's, I, I'm sure he's gonna snap back into it like he's they probably haven't been through any like this level of adversity in their relationship mm-hmm. oh, I'll adversity uh, yeah <laughs> and and I think he'll he'll end up snapping back but like right now he's just like this might be a lot that's I before mean, they talked though wasn't it that was before they talked that yes. was before they talked so I think now that they talked at least at least they now that he knows what's wrong, yeah. he can find comfort in the relationship somewhere. And I think the conversation with Ralph Angel did help in you know, in them talking about not letting the past snatch up the future and mm-hmm. things like that. I think that even in Ra expressing that they were in therapy, this unconventional thing that maybe right. they might he, not have been he, he open, be to to be open to before. Yeah. I think he was originally taken aback when Vi said, I need space, but he took a minute, you know, and was like, you know what? I said for better or for worse, if this is what you feel like you need, I love you. We can do it. Well, and so I think the conversation with Ralph Angel ultimately was really helpful because he might not have been able to receive it that way if he hadn't had that conversation. Well, let me say this. One thing that we all know, married or not, is that time flies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to go from, I need my space for a day, yeah. to that being a week. That's true. Right? That week being a month, and y'all so haven't had that conversation. Separate. I'd hate to see them grow <laughs> apart. <laughs> so, so, yeah. Like, we're going, I'm going this way, and you going that way. Like, it's very easy for that that distance to become the Grand Canyon. Bro, you're making me sad. So yeah, I, I was going to say, I I'm, just thought... Just, it, yeah. was my first, it was my first thought about that because space nah, is I a... Hear you. It is a very... It's a real thing. It happens in relationships all the time. People say words like, I need space. And every, mm-hmm. the other person is always like, what does that mean? Like, right. how do we operate? Do I... Do I still call you, or do I still yeah. like? Do we still do dinner every night the way that we do? Like, what does that mean? And if you don't define that, like, then we're just we're being in each other's presence, there. right? We're we're in each other's right. space, but we're not physically there, or we're there, but we're not there. Mm-hmm. And it's easy for that to fall apart. Like, I I I can't imagine this show would take probably would take that relationship and do it that way I and hope end not. it in yeah. such a fashion. But that's some real life stuff right there. I mean, yeah. it does happen, and 
you know. Well, I mean, so I think at some point, though, like, their age difference is going to, like, they'll just be in different stages in life. Or they'll just, like, view, like, different things, like, in a different way. I think um, because Hollywood is younger, like, he's just more willing to, I don't know, like, probably, like, Move on to the to the next thing. It's no, he's not. Yeah. That man loves her with his whole heart and yeah. everybody's heart in this room. Yeah, but he, he, he loves her when things going good. He shows some nah, doubt. No, he, shows, no, no, no. He, he quickly he shows loves him. her when things are going bad because they're always going he's, bad with on by and so he's, he's always some, there. So he to clean up the is that not a human emotion? Like you can't show doubt. This That's man human. loves her. Like yeah. even the way that he responded no, when I'm she asked for no. space. I mean, he mm-hmm. um, initially no. he was like, then he was like, what they say. <laughs> and sickness and in health. That's my, I love Hollywood. Okay, Hollywood's my guy. No, no, he was on the but fence. sometimes, sometimes said a negative word, he would have been out of there. That's sometimes Hollywood responds like he know the answer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he knows well, he, has good he knows what he's supposed to say. Yeah, and that's what he says. I mean, we'll see what happens going forward. I think I think the next episode, perhaps, or it's going to be telling. They have to focus on their storyline because. Whatever Amba is going through is not a small thing. Right. You know, like, Nova brought back the devil for her. And it is affecting her, you know, I mean, who knows? We didn't, we didn't even see her way. at Aunt Vi's prize pies and diner. Who knows how it's affecting her work? Is she going? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is, like, what is this? How is this affecting everything for yeah. her? I don't know. So, we Wait, think... Oh. oh, my bad. No, you go ahead. Um, so, how, how is she planning on getting over the Jimmy Dale situation? Like... What is space gonna do? I don't know. I, I don't. How, how does that? How, how is space gonna help? In I think like people this? ask for space in relationships. They don't know what else to do. At like, least when you feel like up. you need a second. He's yeah. occupying some. Men- he's occupying some mental space. And she for told. Her. She told Hollywood what's wrong. So hopefully she's willing to be a little more open about it, mm-hmm. and you know start some start some healing. So do you, do you not think Hollywood might possibly take that some kind of way in the no, next episode? I don't. No, nah, I, not Hollywood. No. Not my man Hollywood. I would, if my woman told me <laughs> you ain't she Hollywood, was, uh, you are. <laughs> you know, I was If you love your exactly. woman and you see that she's going through something, oh, you no. If my woman told me that she's still bothered by stuff that happened in her last relationship, we may have some problems. This is not what we're calling do. This is what we Hollywood. <laughs> but that's I no, feel like that's serious. not what we're we're dealing with right now. We're dealing with a they traumatic experience. It's not like right. she's thinking about yeah, oh no, it does. But she's been married. traumatized. <laughs> There's been a traumatizing situation that's matter. been resurfaced in her life. That's th- we're not talking about like something that happened with my ex. We're talking about tra- like a traumatic experience. This is not I don't feel like it's this is not just regardless of, thing that I, exactly. I, I, I got hey, regardless of it was, was with her ex or anything, any traumatic experience, like right. you as her we husband. We have to see what happens. I, I got going something forward. for my predictions now. No. Here yeah. you go. We have to see what happens. Nah, going right, forward. I, I know That's, this going. All right, and so and so we'll move on to the the last bad thing. Uh, we see um, resurfacing. Obviously, Charlie is not popular, as she was told in the last episode. Um, she's not popular in the St. Joe's area, and somebody decided to throw a brick through her window as she was beginning her uh, official campaign announcement. Um, what do you guys think that means for the future? For I think she has a... Sh- there's probably more where that came from. I, I, it's, I don't think it's going to get any easier for Probably her. Frame that brick. <laughs> if the race is going to the old school playbook, right? Yeah. They're in Louisiana. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to. Yeah, I mean, a brick. That's, that's expected. That's the first page of the playbook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is very old school. It is old school intimidation. Yeah, it is old school intimidation. Right. 
Jabri seems burn to think. Across, check. Like, you know, it's in the, it's in the guidelines. Yeah, Jabri so seems I, to think that somebody should have took their iPhone out and recorded it to, to take down the license plate number. I'm so, <laughs> I, I, I am surprised that. Look down yeah. the, I am also surprised that nobody ran out with their phone up in the air. It is 2019. People record everything. Mm-hmm. That's true. Maybe, well, maybe somebody did. Who knows? Not nobody from the campaign play. Maybe but they I mean, got video camera on the building. Maybe they do. Charlie's headquarters maybe. would. There'll be some surveillance. You're right. But maybe. I feel like she. So, so first off, she's already been warned by multiple people that this won't be easy. Yeah. And right. that they're gonna come with everything they got to intimidate you. She and got ice to, rated. Like <laughs> she yeah, did. exactly. But, but can't get no lower like, than that. The, the councilwoman warned, warned her. The um the Boudreaux lady warned her. Like everybody, like people have warned her. It's not gonna be easy. It's not gonna go the way you think it's gonna go. Once you sign up for it, you gotta be all in. Like you gotta, you gotta be here for whatever. Well, she's, she's, no, she knows now. So. She's gonna be the next, the next version of House of Cards. Well, look, she hired, she hired security from Micah. Career. Take the security off Micah. Put the security on you. <laughs> she got will. it. She got and it. And we, we're gonna be good. And she probably will. That could be the next storyline. Yeah. And maybe that's my addiction. Now, now, dun, maybe dun, now dun, I got dun, one. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna throw a curveball. <laughs> my addiction's coming up. Okay, all right, so now on to the Nova. And as y'all can see, I'm calling her Nova. You know, she really didn't do anything really trash this episode, and I kind of felt bad for her because Dr. Octavia was just so trash. Her trashness, trashtivity, trashitude overshadowed Nova's. And so I can't even call Nova trash. So we'll start out with Nova, you know, being shortlisted for the book award. Um, That was a good thing for her. I'll give her that. Congratulations or whatever. What you guys think? I mean, I don't think it's any question that her book is, you know, making waves throughout the industry, you know, throughout society, that it's getting all this critical acclaim because, I mean, it is juicy and I think a lot of people are finding value in it. I think the main issue that we've had with this book isn't, you know, whether or not it's good, it's what she had to lose to to get here, whether or not it's morally sound, exactly. And, and so, but she also said, like, she feels like now that like it's being more accepted mainstream. She's like, this is gonna help my family realize what I was trying to do. That is her she's assumption. Still, she's still, I think, in that moment when she said <laughs> that, she's still trying her to conflate the correct. critical acclaim with winning her family back. And at the end of the day, I don't think her family. She was like, once I get this award, they're gonna see. That what, what? it doesn't it doesn't though. it doesn't take over the betrayal. That's it, part, it just that's doesn't. Her, I think that's what works for her. That's, that's what helps her mind. get to sleep at night. But that's not how the, any of Once this works. Once they see how other people receive this, then they'll then get they'll it. get it. Nah. And so to your point, it Panama, I think I think that before when she was doing these interviews, I thought that she was like bullshitting, right? When they would ask her questions, but now I think that she's really delusional. Like I think that she really. <laughs> thinks that her book is going to save her family or some kind of or or bring her family some kind of it's both now. though. It's wait, wait, both. Wait. It's not like it's not like uh it's not like I think she believes is, what she's saying out of her mouth. Yeah the, the book, book ain't is about her family. The, though. Book, the book is good is and the book people. will help people. What do you mean and the book is not a, about her it's family? Not, but the Hold family on. is it's not but the family's upset. It's and the family's upset okay. because right. it's like yeah. the book is good. And it's inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yes, I said this. But shut up. I mean, dang, I high said five. but. I meant to high say five. and. High five. We're good. We're good. I meant to say and. Let's go. And the family's upset about it because it's a betrayal. Right. It's both things. Right. So it will help, but it's not going to be the end it of the It won't negate all. any. Right. Yeah. It's not going to negate it in and of itself. Right. It's like, well, listen, I, here's what I was trying to do. And, and if it comes with an apology, 
I'm sorry, but here's what I was trying to do. Maybe yeah. somebody well, listens. Up. Every every episode, we we hear more people talking about how they were impacted by the book and how they find the book to be positive, right? Mm-hmm. And and every episode, her reach with the book is growing and growing. She's okay. getting more yes. notoriety, yeah. she's yes. getting more awareness, whatever. Yeah. Right. So at some point, the good is going to outweigh far outweigh the bad. For whom? As far as I was about to for, say. For, for, for in general. And what I'm about sure her family? Darla, Good point. Well, her family is five people. Darla, <laughs> I'm sure. You sound like Dr. Octavia right now. No, I'm no, sure no, Darla no, could like care Dr. less Octavia, how no. many people that book helps when that. the when and, the and, bank and, fires her for finding out that she used to be a crackhead. And, and that's, that's not going to matter. That's true. But at the end of the day, there's five, six people in the book, right? But this book may help thousands of people, right? Like, I, like it's So at the expense of your family. She may be willing to accept. And I don't know, like, cause she, you know, every episode they still kind of like show her like kind of weighing between whether you know is she if she feels good or not. Yeah, every episode she's like, I don't know, like she still feels bad. She's like, cause she said in this episode, she said my family's important. I don't think she important. feels bad. No, when Doctor uh, Octavia said to her, forget your family. She's like, no, my family important to me. Like, stop playing with me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, so she still she still weighing like the two. But at some point, dude, if her book, if her success keeps growing and growing. But that's she what I'm saying. Like, like, look, the, I didn't deal more good than bad. So do you think the, that? Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Jane. No, I was going to say. I think the delusion comes in in trying to, you know, oh, I love my family. They mean this to me. They mean that to me. You you have that piece of it, but then you still did this to them. You still betrayed them in this way, and you still sacrificed them in this way for your quote unquote greater good. Mm, and that's so yours. That, and so the expect- we're writing a book for other people. We're not writing a book for me. I'm not, we're not writing a book to make me feel good. We're writing a book. That's to- what I'm saying. You sacrificed no. your family to do all of this quote good, but at the Man. end of the day, you can't count on your family to still see it that way. If you help six thousand people, and you hurt six people. Like what then? Like you know. But you didn't even go? give your family the option. But are those matter. six people if you, if not? You hurt, if you help six thousand people, and you hurt six people. Like, we just gonna agree to disagree. Which one do you Star Trek, Man, the are those six people the not more important? The needs of the few. Dr. Spock. Really? (laughs) But I think oftentimes the few aren't necessarily happy about that. And so here we are. But these are not any few. This this is not random few. This is your, it's not like a random few. Like this is your family. You're never going to be able to please everybody, right? It's not just everybody. It's not just anybody. Y'all making it seem like it's just like. In that case, I mean, look, the the issue here is it comes at a great personal sacrifice. Exactly. Nova lost a lot. So that's wonderful that her book is going to help a lot of other people. Her family's pissed at her. Fine. What was the, what was the worth to Nova? It does. It seems like. Even Dr. Octavia, Dr. Laurent, telling her that she threw her whole family under the bus. Like, she keeps having... I'm starting to wonder if she both believes that her book is going to change the world, but she's also saying this over and over again to tell herself that. That this is a reason why I I did this. My cause, my purpose is greater than that. But I wonder if some of that is convincing herself. I think she has to. Can't she have done something great? And alienated her family. Right. No, no. I mean, no, well, no, absolutely. I agree with well, that. Literally, that's what she did. But the problem right. is, is she good with alienating her family? And no. she's not. Exactly. She thinks exactly. that her family. No, no, no. She's hoping that her family ultimately sees her purpose as being worth the uh, worth the sacrifice. And if they she, don't, she, is she, she good would, with she that? She would like to have her cake and eat it too. She would like to be able to help people. That's, and the reason that's that's the reason that's, is, a, that's, a, that's literally the, same. the issue. Right. Yeah. But 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 she may also you know be content with you know if I, if I if I if I can help enough people like then she's not happy with that. She's not. No. Yeah. Well, no, because so, it's a lot if of she was going to be happy with that, she would have let everybody right? read the book. Exactly. No, no, she exactly. goes, no, she's not safe. Exactly. First off, she's not stupid by a long stretch, right? So 
she knew this was a possibility, right? But she may have she may have thought that she was Say debatable. <laughs> debatable. Nah, she may have thought that she was you know she was comfortable with it. Once you get in that situation, then it, it's not the same. When you call your sister and she don't answer, then you know it's not the same. But when she, she looked knew back what on she this, was doing she, when she wrote nah, the book, if this thing sure can continue did. to grow. So you think she's not going to care eventually? If this thing continue to grow and there's five people in the world mad at her. You she think may, she don't she, care? She, I ain't gonna say she don't care. She gonna always care because she loved them, right? She can find but solace she may, in she it. She may, she may say, you know what? What I did was was for the better. Here's the thing. Here's why. Here's why Dr. Laurent's storyline I think factors into it. She gets to see who she could be, mm-hmm. which is a lonely, bitter woman mm-hmm. who seems to not have much in the way of, you know, admittedly like personal connections with her family and whatnot. Mm-hmm. She's she has her career to fall on, but she's out here trying to snake other people for opportunities because that's all she has. Yeah, I mean, she's you know she has this career, but what has the career given her? Like it hasn't okay. given her as much as she hoped it would or she thought it might. And now she sees this young star that she she views herself as having groomed. She views herself as being the reason this person exists. And Nova could be that. Nova that could be Micah for her. You know what I'm saying? Micah go out and change the world. And now she's looking at Micah like. You know, where's my where's my just do? Come help me move. Who knows what it could be? But she, in some ways, gets to see what her life could be with this lonely, bitter woman who's tagging along and trying to steal her opportunities. Maybe that's maybe that's why, or maybe that's how she's going to have some kind of come to Jesus moment. I mean, who knows? I, do. I don't know. But I you can alienate and do a good thing, but at what cost? Is it mm-hmm. worth it to you? And I don't know that for most people, I don't know that it, for that's, Nova, that's, it's worth it. That's an individual decision, I think. You know, everybody has to decide, like, you know, what what are they willing to sacrifice to accomplish their goal? And this yeah. is the fork in the road between trash <laughs> and not trash. Choose wisely. And if you bad. have good intentions, I don't, I don't feel comfortable calling you trash. So you think she could still come back? I mean, she has a she has a choice. She I can, think I think you know I think she could come back, and I think like well, Panama was saying, I think that this with another eviction. You know, I th- I think this may be a, a turning point. I think, she, like Panama was saying, that she may see you know the the ghost of what is that story? The ghost of, no, well, it was Christmas future, past, Christmas but. future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the thing. <laughs> you know, so she's kind of seeing herself in in Doctor Octavia, and and it may cause her to kind of change her path and change the way that she's been moving because she's been moving real funny. Yeah. Well, I mean, actually, uh, Nova had two pretty good weeks, so. Two. That, yes, because this week wasn't bad for her in terms of her decision making. She made better decisions. You're right, and I she's agree. Made, she's having realizations. She's having probably internal realizations. Two this season? This week. The past two weeks. <laughs> the, the week two before. Week. Last, the, the, the week when they were off. And then this week? No, no, no. I'm not four sure what other week you're no, talking no, about. The first week you're talking about. No, the last episode, she killed that week. No dice. No, no, no. No, no, no. False. No. She checked. She checked the professor in the audience. She took her on tour. She lost. She took her on tour. No, she got. She had a bad week. She got caught up in the draw. Today was a bad day. No, no, no. She made it. She made it. She made a rookie mistake. She got caught up in the draws and she brought her along. No, but you know what she realized? No, man. I, listen. She but, didn't see the blimp. The Lakers listen, lost to no, the no, Supersonics. No, 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 it no. was not a good day. <laughs> I was actually listening to that on the way up here. But let me tell you, I'm I'm tell you why I disagree that. with that. Let me tell you why I disagree with that. Oh, my God. It's not the mistake. It's what you do after it. She's sending, she's sending Dr. Octavia Laurent sailing. She's about to be out of there. Mm-hmm. She All made right. a mistake and she's, she's making better choices after it. Now, I... I'm not saying that Nova is on on balance. She still had a, a, a horrible season. She's still trash. On balance, 
But I don't think I think her decision making has gotten better. And I think last week, look, she won, dude. She tried to the professor tried to sun her, and she got in, she she got them draws. This this week is a little better. I I don't agree with you about last episode though. That's okay. I agree with me. Nor do I. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> all right. So we find out that Nova actually did include some of her business in this book. She included the information about her dating and with the uh, can you date a married. Person, she did. She did. Absolutely. Yeah. She. Absolutely. Corey, be quiet. (laughs) Dating is a is a social contract between two people. It doesn't state about what your obligations are. So she included the information about the married man and even included his name, uh, which yeah, which I thought was real bold. Just no regard. (laughs) No regard. Again. He probably didn't read the book in advance either. She tried what about? I mean, what about his wife? Like his? I mean, <laughs> no regard. How, how many? Co- wife, how many family kids? Nothing. How many cops named Calvin are there in, in, in St. Joe's? I like, mean, well, for right. a while he's in after New Orleans, I think, New Orleans, but, I think he's in but New after Orleans. he left his wife, they actually did date for a second, right? He, he did. You know what he did when that wife, when he? that dude spit in her face at the bar. Yeah. When she was with, because she had wrote that story about oh, the cops yeah. in St. Joe's, and he happen. was like, that's "Oh, fuzzy. That's well, fuzzy. It's, it's a competitive environment out here, you know. Just because he's a signed, competitive you know, environment, just because he, he thought he found the perfect one for him, no, me he can't find a, a one that's more perfect. Is that a word? No, it's yeah, not. It's not a word. Okay, more cool. perfect. More perfect for her. Yeah, it's a, it's a competitive environment. Go with your so, thing, Nova. So I'm just wondering, like, what else she included in the book that. She got to do Look, more, because that's no, not enough. Wait, wait. She no, no, to, no, no. Hold on, hold on, pause. Y'all was bad-mouthing over like we sure were. episodes ago talking about she didn't include none of her dirt in the, in the thing. And I said, y'all got to give it some time, All right. because every week more and more stories is coming out. She All was right. selective, because she still didn't include no, that Jabri stuff about Dr. Octavia. She needed to include some lesbian action with, uh, with our girl in there. Chantal. Yeah, and, and y'all wanted some more of her dirt in there. And yep. I want all of her dirt. dirt I want it's all of the dirt. Remy got to be in there still. Remy? What, yeah. Is Remy in there? Oh, Remy better be in like, there. We don't, we don't know. I feel we like if he was, we know by yeah, now. But I want all the dirt in there. Yeah, and it needs to all be in there. Well, we, we Maybe see. Maybe I'd listen to her if she That's put it all in I there. I told y'all, we just got to be patient. It's going to be plenty of She kept the dirt out about the professor. She gave yeah, her one line. Yeah, it was yeah. still selected. She cut yeah. all that out. And we found that out last week when you but that might said not she had been a good impo- week. That might not have been important enough, though. I feel like I mean, she might have been sleeping like, with you know, your professor in college? Bro, if you just slept with 100 people, you ain't got to tell us them all. It's not a sex book. It's a, it's a tell-all. We but did. then, okay. So but, then tell all. But no, you know what, though? She might even remember that. I don't. <laughs> when she was talking to Terrence. When she was talking to Terrence, the bartender, mm-hmm. and he was asking her what was on, what was going on, and she was saying that she was over it, yada, yada, yada. She was saying that she invited an old friend on her book tour, and she's trying to stop herself from making the same mistake she did the last time. Mm. I don't know what... How did it end the last time? Like, that also leads me to believe that they had a whole saga that seems noteworthy enough to have included in the book. Never, Nevertheless, we can, we can move on from that. Oh. Okay, and then my, I think my Terrence had small hands, so she figured Terrence had a small right. penis. Right. Keeping yeah. us on track, Corey. Right. Terrence is just corny. So he was corny. No, it was uh, it was funny though, like to see like Nova's like so beautiful that she knows what an introduction means. Like she was walking away and he's like, I'm Terrence. And she's like, I have a decision to make now. And I mean it was a sort of a mature decision uh decision for Nova to actually walk away. From Why? some cheeks. Get some because cheeks. that's not how Nova. I definitely does. thought it was getting differently. <laughs> All right. I did too. But anyway. So anyway, I think I Nova. Definitely sh- thought he was gonna be jackhammering that thing out. Not I mean, he should have. Right. She deserves. But you know, <laughs> moving on. I thought 
as as a last note for Nova, I thought it was a nice gesture of her to still reach out to Charlie and try to make that connection with her over her um, announcement of uh, candidacy. So, what did, what did you guys think about uh, Nova reaching out to Charlie? Do Nova you guys is think blocked. Nova <laughs> is blocked. Charlie Nova didn't get it. Reach out to Charlie multiple times. Exactly. Right? And she so, should. To, to no avail. But so and she better point, keep on. Wait, what else can she do? Nothing. She, Nothing. The, keep the, calling. The wrong, Absolutely. The wrong is done. Why the wrong she ain't just sending texts? Yeah, at this... Yeah, you... keep calling looking for the personal te- rejection? No, texts are so impersonal, right? She wants to hear a voice. Hear, hit a, hit a, hear how I feel. You, whole, can, you can hear... Her whole if somebody, book is basically exactly. being subbed to her family. No, if I can't... You can hear my voice. You can understand that I really miss you. However, comma, if I can't reach you via phone, it might it might behoove you to send it. An email, yeah. a, a carrier yeah, pigeon. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, especially no. if they're not picking up your phone no, call. You get on that phone, you're like, you know what? Like, it's more heartfelt. So, Everybody what if she don't pick up the phone? Leave them voicemail. The voicemail. Yeah. What if I don't want to hear? What if I don't want to listen to every right. reconciliation? Well, I saw, all, all I can do is write a letter. And this is not this is not a ghost thing. She showed up to her house and said, "Don't." Contact me anymore. Yeah. Like I'm done talking to you. I it's think not she... a ghost thing. It's different. Like that's why a text makes sense. It's not like she just stopped talking to her and something that like you can't respect. Like, yeah. I don't respect when people just stop talking to you. Yeah. That's whack. But if, if you go to somebody's face and say, Listen, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah. Stop don't talking call to me. me no more. You sort of gotta don't respect that a little bit more. No so it's not like Nova expect she didn't dial that phone expecting to talk to Charlie. Come on yeah. now. Yeah. She wanted to Good. Know, I'm right. glad she didn't. Yeah. But that would be if, stupid. But but if she wanted to send real congratulations that would actually reach her because <laughs> I might not listen I to the voicemail I might not never listen to no voicemail from says Nova who listens to voicemails send me an email exhaust all your options or Z-mail uh, I, I, would, I would go with the voicemail text her like so like anybody can type Dude. words she did it for a whole book. <laughs> Damn. She did. She, she well, typed a whole bunch not, of words and wrote a whole book. Now we, now we and entitled it Blessing and Blood. And now she's in the situation she's in. See, this, 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 if you this, wanna, this, this some, this some no, hater comments no, right no, here. No, no, you no, can't no, win. No, so no, hold no. up. If my girl go the extra mile, like anybody can That's not the extra mile. She go the extra mile making a call. That A text message take five... Two seconds. The call took her 20 seconds. You need to Bruh. exhaust all of your options. Mile, exhaust you all of your options. And you, and, you, and you hate on the extra no. mile? Like, you just hate. Bruh, you want to guarantee that somebody's going to re- somebody's gonna get, get whatever message you're getting. She ain't got her re-receipt set on that bad boy. I don't. So, <laughs> you could... She's probably more likely to read a text than she is to listen to a voicemail. Send her some flowers to that. her house. Don't send her yeah. no flowers to her house. Why? Just send a text like message that. that says, I think it's awesome what you're doing. It's, blah, at some blah, point, blah. you got to understand that you at just, some point you you gotta just, apologize. You just don't, y'all don't like Nova, and no matter what she do. First of all, we were giving Nova <laughs> a, a pass win. this week, so relax. All right, nope. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap. We're going yes, to wrap we up the exhausted. good, the bad, and over here. <laughs> we're done. And we'll be right back with some advictions on Bourbon and Borderlands. Welcome back to Bourbon and Borderlands and the Black Tastic Podcast Network. We are back with our advictions. That is advice and predictions put together. Um, I'll go ahead and kick us off this week. I, we kind of already got into this uh, in our discussion of Nova, but my advice is for her. And it's essentially, girl, get your family back. We, uh, it's very clear that she is not willing to lose her family for success. And I think she's been trying to find a way to have both, but it's not going to work. And it's not going to happen unless she's actually able to 
recognize that what she did was wrong in a lot of ways and why her family feels the way that she does. And I think that this interaction that she's had with Dr. Octavia really kind of held up a mirror to her as Panama talked about before of like, this is what I could be. I could be this person with all the critical acclaim who has all these different connections, but without my family, what is it worth? And every time somebody's tried to play her about, you know, leaving her family behind, oh, you know, sometimes you got to leave people in the rear view, biological accidents, yada, yada, yada. Nova has always been you know, very forthcoming and transparent about like, no, I love them. This is my family. I'm not going to do that. But she's not going to be able to have both. She's not about to get her family back if she isn't able to acknowledge her wrongdoing in this situation. And I think that we're seeing an evolution of her thought and that, you know, maybe it's not worth it if she doesn't have her family with her. And so I guess the prediction piece of it is that I think maybe she's going to try to do some sort of grand gesture. I don't know if that's, you know, in the next interview that she does coming clean about how this has really taken a toll on her family. I think that she hasn't really went into detail about it. All she said is that, you know, the healing part is difficult. But maybe she will be transparent about, you know, I did this. I kind of went about it the wrong way. I'm grateful that it's helping other people. But, you know, maybe I should have taken my family more into consideration before embarking on this journey. So I don't know if that type of dialogue isn't about to happen, but I think Nova needs to do what she needs to do to get her family back because she's not going to be happy otherwise. It's going to be hard, though. It's going to be real hard. <laughs> it's going to be super hard. But there has to be some sort of journey to redemption because this, this trash this trashtivity that she's been <laughs> exhibiting is not sustainable. So I have an adviction, both advice and a prediction. Okay. Um, my advice is for Aunt Vi, mm. get yourself together. And I and I, I don't I don't mean it in a negative way. I mean basically take the time that you need to get your life together, whatever you need to do. You've been through a lot. You've been reintroduced to the worst, the darkest moment in your life. So I'm all for Aunt Vi doing whatever she needs to get her to get herself back to her normal or whatever she feels her normal is. Um, my prediction is I'm afraid her normal might be a new normal that mm. might cause some uh, mm. some dissent between her and Hollywood. No. And, you know, I can't even say there are a couple I love. I love Hollywood, right? <laughs> like, you know, Aunt Vi has put this man through the ringer in almost every conceivable way. I don't know that I think this is what's what will be their downfall, but I also... I mean, the one thing that he's always had is the ability to get close to her. And I don't mean physically, but like be intimate with her mentally and just be there for her in a certain way. And if she creates the distance that makes it so that they can't while she's going through what she has to to get there, it's like an impossible situation. So my prediction is one that I hope doesn't come true is that maybe a storyline will develop where they kind of start to pull apart a little bit. Because I don't think it'd be one that any of us is looking forward to or ready for, but Queen Sugar be throwing stuff at us that we just don't see coming to begin with. So, you know, that's going that's that's my prediction that I hope doesn't come true. And it would be all Nova's fault too. So <laughs> it would be. It would be. Yeah. So I have I have some advice. And I mean it's really it's really quite simple. Um I I'm hoping that you know, with with Blue and Darla and Ralph Angel going to therapy, I'm hoping that kind of, like I said earlier, trickles down to everyone else in the family. I think everybody needs therapy. I would like for Micah to seek therapy for, you know, this new identity that he is seeking out. <laughs> I would like for Charlie to seek therapy just to work through all of the things that she's going to potentially be going through with this, you know, with this uh, 
running for office and the you know her new normal with her family. I would like for Anvi to seek therapy. Um, for to to kind of get over the traumatic experience that she's just had, I would like for Nova to seek therapy. You know, just because she, well, she wasn't trash this episode, but you know, generally she's trash. Um, she doesn't <laughs> mean to be, so she actually yeah, probably she needs do to better. Get her, she doesn't yeah. intend to be trash. No, but I think she should seek therapy. Um, <laughs> I think I just would like my advice is I would like the entire Bordelon family and the extensions of the family to seek therapy. That's it. Cool. Um, we had a really beautiful scene this week uh, with Ralph Angel and Darla and Blue on the porch. Uh, Blue was sharing a bunch of facts about what kind of animals can talk and whatever else. You know, kids that age love facts. But anyway, my advice this week is Darla, make a move. Mm. You know what you want, Darla? Mm. Do what you got to do. Make a move. Okay. You know, I, like, I think uh, I like that. You're getting to spend time with Ralph. <laughs> You're getting to spend time with Ralph Angel in blue. Ralph Angel seeing what the family can look like, what it can be like. So that's my advice for the for, for the week: is Darla make your move. Well, now why is Darla the one making the move? Because Ralph Angel's Cause messed up. <laughs> I, su- I mean, I support. Yeah, I get that. I mean, listen. You know what? I can tweak that. Mm-mm. Ralph Angel and Darla get it together. Yeah, yes. you know, y'all need to get together. Um, because what's going to happen, and that's to my advice part of the, I mean, my prediction part of the eviction is Blue going to start parent trapping out here. <laughs> like, he's going to start setting you know them up, you Probably. know, getting them in the we same should, place. I can see that. Right, you I know can see what I'm that. saying? A picnic. <laughs> a picnic. He's lighting bag. candles <laughs> around the house, you know. Every time Ralph Angel comes to pick him up, it's going to be a little bit dim in there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He's going to try to that's set the true. mood for them. He's going to start parent trapping. So, my advice is, is to Darla and Ralph Angel get it together, and that blue's gonna start parent trapping. That's what's up. Like I, I like said, that. I like it too. That leaves me. So I have both uh, <laughs> advice. Y'all yeah, brace oh yourselves, my child. My advice is for Romero. Romero, stop playing with me. Keep your hands off my woman. <laughs> and no more sex scenes. Uh, stay on your side of the track. Uh, deal with the. Uh, his pastor said that, not me. Hey, don't don't look at me with the racist look. <laughs> his pastor said that, not me. Stay on your side of the track and deal with your women at uh, your fiesta. <laughs> stop, stop playing with mine before a brick come at you. Oh, my God. Oh, this is a fiction show? Oh, man. All right, so then my, <laughs> my prediction then, hey, man, I see this coming. Hollywood, bye. They're not going to make it to the end of the season. Don't say I that. I've seen the first, uh, you know, chink in Hollywood's armor. I, I, can, see, I, I can see his weakness now. You know, like now that things are going, you know, a little astray for them, I think he's gonna he's gonna want to get out of this soon. Cause I don't I don't know that that Aunt Bai can solve this issue anytime soon, right? Like this is a it's a it's an internal issue. It's one she's been holding on to for to for a minute, and I don't know that she's gonna have a resolution to this anytime soon. And I don't think Hollywood is going to be willing to put up with things the way they are for an extended period of time. My prediction is they don't make it to the end of the season, and everybody's super Negro Hollywood <laughs> is no longer super Hollywood. That's my prediction. That's right. Sad. Well, okay. That's that on that. Romero, stop playing with me. <laughs> well, okay. That's it, guys. I think those are our evictions. Any other any other advice predictions? No. Okay, well, we'll be right back with our shot of bourbon for the week on the Black Plastic Podcast Network, Bourbon and Borderlands. 
All right, we're back on Bourbon and Border Loans with our final segment where we give a shot of bourbon to whoever we feel had the best week, uh, the best episode, the best week in this episode. And I'm going to go ahead and get started. Mine is going to be controversial. Mm. It's going to be a positive by negative. I'm going to give my shot to Dr. Octavia Laurent. Here's why. She showed okay. her she showed her entire ass. <laughs> so she finally look, we got the tiger always shows its stripes. And she finally had to lay bare how trash she was. She couldn't hold it in any longer. She was out here trying to steal jobs, <laughs> tell Nova she wasn't nobody. So she effectively got herself out the paint. So I'm giving her a shot of bourbon for doing what she could do best, which is be her terrible self in removing herself from a situation, making it easy for Nova to move on past this storm in her life. So Dr. Octavia Laurent, for being the terrible human being that she is and removing herself, is getting my shot. That's a reach. How do you okay, turn, that's how a do terrible turn, choice. How do you turn a negative like, no. into a positive? No, that's she, no. she didn't remove herself. She, she, had got, got, she, got, she got told got to beat it. Kicking and screaming. <laughs> she, she got herself. She got removed herself. Wait, no. The, the, the shot of bourbon is supposed to be for the character who had the best week. She had the best week. There's no way she had the best week. You know what? Four people had better weeks than her. All right. For, then I'll oh, just give it to Kiki. Forgive me to Michael. Hey, all right. She, so Kiki is not twenty one. First of all, so she can't get your shot. She deserves. I, mean, it. I drink can, all mine anyway. He can get a Capri Sun. This is ceremonial, Shawnees. Yeah. Okay. We can get the bourbon to anybody. Blue can get the bourbon. I'm not but, giving blue my bourbon. Blue can get the bourbon. So I'm like, <laughs> fight. So man, no, I didn't. Nova had a pretty good week. Okay, Nova. She recognized the importance of family. She took some steps towards getting her family back. She's continuing to crush it professionally. She's getting nominated for awards. She saw the the succubus that was Dr. Octavia. <laughs> Spell it. <laughs> and kicked her to the curb. But, like, Nova owes me a couple shots. So, ain't no way I can give Nova a shot this week. My shot is going to Prosper. Mr. Mm, Prosper. Okay. Mr. Prosper. He heard the name. He was like, Lady Genevieve. And then he went out. He had a goal. And he was like, I'm going to get her. I'm going to get a date. And he followed through with his old man game. He's grilling some steaks. I got some extra. And she's like, come on, steaks. <laughs> I bring the wine. Free steaks. So my shot goes to Mr. Prosper for having a good time. That's a good there shot. There you go. That's I a good agree. Shot. You know what? I I I. I too love love that whole that Prosper's about to get him some, but Prosper also wow. did not use his words. Mm. Um, Prosper just threw out the "I'm cooking" line, and, and, and Lady and Lady Genevieve had to do the rest. I mean, and it probably worked it in worked. 1955. It did work. Yeah, yeah, it it did work. You and I will use the right bait to catch the right fish. You I know, will you know, admit. You know, I will admit that Prosper absolutely did have a, a really good week. I'm He's sure happy, th right? things are looking up for Prosper. <laughs> but I'm just going to go ahead and stick with what I was originally thinking. This is Ralph Angel. I'm walking out. It is not Ralph Angel. No, <laughs> and if it was, I'm walking okay. out. Yeah, podcast over court. I'm giving my shot this week again to Charlie. Um, I think that she has solidified her candidacy for city council. She finally gave the cheeks to Romero. <laughs> she gave Corey's cheeks to Romero. can't talk about a woman like this. This is so hard. Get over it, honey. Um, she, uh, the, the pastor, uh, Pastor Martinez, was giving her a hard time, but she stayed the course with him and eventually 
got him to at least uh, support her candidacy enough to come to her campaign official campaign announcement. So again, again, they throwing bricks through her campaign office. I think she's going she's going to need a few more shots to make it through this campaign. So I think I'm going to at least for right now, I think Charlie's on top for me. So, you know, usually I am of the she watch it. <laughs> Usually, I'm of the she woman Nova haters club. <laughs> um, but you know, I th I'm feeling kind of soft this week, and I I see Nova, you know, kind of um, checking herself in a way. Um, I see. <laughs> I don't. I don't see quite a change yet, but I definitely appreciated um, the enlightenment that she experienced in this episode. Um, she didn't do anything trash this week. Um, she she stood up for herself. She divested from the esteemed Dr. Octavia Come on, Laurent. divest. And I think that I can I can put our differences aside <laughs> and award Nova a shot of bourbon this week, and this week only, depending on her behavior for the rest of the season. Mm. Hey, I was almost there, so I, I can't argue. That's a, a good one. That's a good one. Contingent upon your future behavior. Y'all proud of me? Y'all proud of me? Yeah, I am proud of you. This is growth. This is growth, Shawnee. Gro right. See the hands. The hands. The Natasha Rothwell hands. Well, last up is me. So I think, you know, in this episode and in the previous episodes, we've seen a lot of, you know, uh, you know, male-female interactions. And I've been concerned about how some of my guy, my guy partners are handling the, uh, their interactions. And in this episode in particular, you know, we have my boy Hollywood. He out here, you know, his woman ain't acting right in the sack for whatever reason. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's, uh, you know, he's getting, he getting a little antsy about that. <laughs> Why y'all laughing, bro? My chest is and, tight. Uh, <laughs> he's getting a little antsy about that. He having some doubts about his relationship, and, you know, he's questioning things. So, hey, he, he definitely is not getting a shot of bourbon. <laughs> then we see my man <laughs> Ralph Angel. He over here seemed like he want to, you know, Rekindle things with a crackhead, and you know he letting that therapist, you know, work that magic on him. Don't do it, Ralph. I told you this. Stay, stay focused. So he definitely not getting a shot of bourbon. Whose man is this? <laughs> but there was one dude who had an interaction with a lady. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not often you meet a lady. And and but when you do, you know you got to step your game up. You got to come to the plate, man. You gotta you gotta put all the stops. You might even have to, you know. Uh, grill some steaks or something. <laughs> he, might have a, he might have throw some some steaks on the, on the, on the grill or something. And you know, my man Prosper, he seemed like he was happy. He got back in the game. You know, I seen that look in his eye. Uh, you know, it, it, he 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 he's ready to like you know find somebody to 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 spend the you know the rest of the time with on the on the porch in the rocking chair. And I'm all for that. So my shot of bourbon is going to the one male that had a, a great week. And that's Prosper. So I think Prosper gets my shot. Hey. So Prosper's our winner today. I think Prosper, it looks Prosper like takes it, it this Prosper week. Prosper the winner. I'm okay with that. That's fine. Prosper had a great week. He had a great week. I'm good. I with agree. That. It was okay. like, girl, let me get go you this Prosper. chair. Come, 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 come sit down over here, girl. Go I got Prosper. you. Are we sliding him a blue pill to go along with the shot or? Oh, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> he may need the blue pill, but you know. Prosper just need, need a little tenderness, a little love and tenderness. All right. all right. Shots and blue pills all around. All right. Let's, let's go ahead and, and shoot it up for Prosper over here. Clank, clank. Clank, clank, clank. clank. All right. 
And that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Bourbon and Borderlands here on the Black Tasted Podcast Network. Um, good talk. <laughs> Great good talk. talk Great good talk. talk. And we look forward to doing this again next week. Make sure you, you check out uh, all the rest of the episodes of Bourbon and Borderlands here. We've recapped every episode thus far. Uh, subscribe. It's a great make, talk. Make sure you check out the other podcasts on the Black Tastic Podcast Network. Check us out on Twitter, be Borderlones. Send us any thoughts, concerns, questions, Corey criticisms. <laughs> <laughs> at the Black, comment anywhere Corey, or the Black Tastic Podcast Network at gmail.com. And uh, we'll see you all next week. So, one, two, three, take, take flight. flight. Octavia Laurent is trash. <laughs> this, this podcast, podcast is, 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 is.